So here's the million dollar question. How are men like us who work hard, have good motives and a God-given purpose supposed to fulfill the calling on our lives and the dreams in our hearts, all while establishing sexual integrity, thriving relationships, and a meaningful connection with God? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Sathya Sam. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. What's up, everybody? It's Sathya Sam here. Welcome to Unleash the Man Within. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you're having an amazing day. Today, we're talking about is recovery an idol in your life? And um, you're going to be challenged by this, but I think you're going to be challenged in a really good way. Uh, this is some really juicy content that was inspired by my friend Sean Bonito, and, um, and I'm excited to get into it with you. Uh, before I do, really quick, I am super active on Instagram these days. So, I mean, we post daily. We do stories daily. We have 250 to 300 conversations daily with guys like you who are looking for resources, looking for help, looking for insights. And so if you don't follow me on Instagram yet, uh, my handle is Sathya Me Sam, S-A-T-H-I-Y-A-M-E-S-A-M. Link is in the show notes. And I'd love to hang out with you there. And actually, we've been broadcasting our Facebook lives on Instagram as well every Thursday. And so, um, again, you don't get the recordings on Insta or that kind of thing. But if you do want to tune in and hang out there, uh, we could do that as well. So I would love to see you there. So let's get into it. Um, I I was interviewing Sean and Helena Bonito the other day. And uh, their interview is coming out soon. I I don't know when exactly. I think it's in a couple weeks. But... Sean said something in the middle of this interview and I I just started furiously writing this thing down because it really um it really stood out to me and he he just said you have to be careful because in in your efforts to recover recovery can actually become an idol. And I don't know that I'd ever really heard it said that way before. I I've definitely had that thought of like, you know, overglorifying recovery or or losing focus or whatever, but Man, when I heard the word idol, like that, there's such a, a spiritual, eternal connotation to that, right? And so I was I was thinking about it a little bit more. And um, man, I, I just thought this, the guys need to hear this. You guys need to hear this. So I wanted to just dive on this a little bit today. Um, my understanding of idolatry, you know, I think God was very clear when he gave the Ten Commandments to Moses that they, they are to have no idols. There should be no God before them. But he, the you know, the Lord their God. Um, an idol is an interesting thing to define. You know, I feel like my definition has changed over the years. It, I used to say that an idol was anything that met a need that God was supposed to. I think that's pretty good. I just don't think it's enough. Um, when you read the book of Exodus and you see that the, you know, Moses goes up on Mount Sinai, he gets the Ten Commandments, he comes down, he sees that. There the Israelites are worshiping a golden calf. They got impatient and they became very idolatrous. But when it discusses their behavior, the text actually uses the word adultery. It is specifically actually God saying that because you have committed adultery, not saying you committed idolatry, you committed adultery. And I, I when I read that, I realized that my definition of like an idol is something that meets a need that God is supposed to. It's just not enough. It it doesn't convey enough to really encompass how how violatory this thing is in your relationship with God. So much so that God would consider any idol that you build 
to be adulterous. It, it, it is like a like this love affair. That's how seriously he takes it. And and I, I feel like that is um, a little bit lost in our society, in our day and age. We, we don't have a good sense of idolatry. We've become very materialistic, really individualistic, really self-focused. And really, we've just built a bunch of idols that compete for our inner resources, the very things that God is after. And it was a fascinating moment to just think that, wow, recovery could be that as well. And so I, what I wanted to do today is put together just a small checklist, some things that you guys can do to make sure that recovery is not an idol and that you are in fact staying pure in your pursuits. And I, I think this, uh, one more thing I'll just say before I jump into it. This is a hard thing to wrap your mind around, right? Because we can all sort of understand how like things that are maybe a little bit more gray or even like evil, how those things are idols. Like, you know, to be super extreme, like the devil worship, like obviously the devil is your idol. That's obvious. That's clear idolatry. Um, wealth and mammon, you know, like mammon, the spirit of mammon makes things like uh, material possessions an idol. It's much more obvious idolatry. But it's weird to think that something good for you, like exercise, could be an idol in your life. And yet, the the reality is it, it's very true. It very much could become an idol. And so, it's so important for us to really stay sharp on this and to make sure that when we pursue something good and noble and commendable, like recovering from a porn addiction and ridding ourselves of sexual sin, we have to make sure that that the pursuit itself or the recovery process does not in of itself become an idol. The, the purpose of recovery, if you really think about it, is we are trying to find healthier ways to get our needs met. Most notably would be the need for intimacy, although there are many in that list. And I've, I've been talking about this a lot on Instagram, actually, that the, the Bible, the purpose of the Bible and, and our spiritual disciplines and all of our practices and endeavors in this, the spiritual arena, all of them should facilitate and foster deeper, more meaningful relationship with Jesus. This is the goal. And, and the idea is that in that process, as you cultivate more healthy connection, more intimate relationships, then, then your heart becomes more satiated and you become less likely to crave the things of this earth, to, to give in to the desires of this flesh. Not only because your heart is more satisfied, but also because you understand that your behavior has an impact on your connections to the people that mean the most of you and God is to be at the very top of that list. So when we talk about measuring, is recovery an idol in your life? Here are some signs or here are some things that you need to check yourself against to ensure that you're not falling into that trap. Number one, does your value of yourself in any way depend on how well you are doing in recovery? Really big one. Like, like when you're on like a 30-day streak, you know, or you hit that three-month mark or that nine-month mark or you hit a year, three years, whatever. Are you, are, does that, is that what makes you feel good about yourself? But then when you have a relapse or you come close, you, suddenly you start to feel a little bit insecure, a little bit unstable within yourself. Very good sign that recovery might be an idol in your life. Number two, are you deriving 
meaning in life from recovery itself? Like, has this become your be all end all? Like, I have to recover or else. Or if I don't have recovery, I have nothing else. You can see how that would be a problem. In fact, if if this is uh, the case for you, this will naturally lead to self-sabotage because you would never actually want to fully make progress because if you fully recovered, then you wouldn't have recovery anymore, right? Like this is the danger of, of having recovery as an idol is that you will never actually achieve freedom because if you did, you would have to give up recovery, the very thing that you are deriving value, comfort, or self-worth from. And um, the last check, okay, the last thing that I would I would be paying attention to is do your recovery efforts take place more consistently than your spiritual growth and development? Now, if you take an approach like ours, like the deep clean method, we, we integrate these two things very nicely so that that could never happen. In other words, like for you to really achieve recovery in what we do, you have to grow deep in your relationship with God. There's just no separating those two things for us. But if you did have them separately for whatever reason, if you found that you were being more consistent with recovery work, but it wasn't ultimately leading to a more fruitful relationship with Jesus, then recovery is probably an idol or at the very least a distraction. So we want to be incredibly careful and guarded and we want to be really intentional and stay on top of this because if you don't, you can see how very quickly recovery becomes an idol. And I'd like to just reiterate that point I made a couple of minutes ago because I want you to hear it again. If recovery is an idol in your life, you will never recover because by recovering, you would have to give up your idol, which means that anytime you begin to make progress, you will self-sabotage yourself lest you give up your idol. Give up the thing that is providing you the comfort, the value, whatever it might be. So um, this is an important, a really important episode, guys. Take this seriously because remember, the recovery process that you're on has eternal implications and nothing demonstrates it better than this whole concept in my personal opinion. Uh, If you have more questions, remember, I'm on Instagram. You can reach out to me there. At the very least, if you want some more daily content in more of a bite-sized format, uh, we're pretty active on, on Instagram. I would love to see you over there. Link is in the show notes. In the meantime, guys, thanks for listening. Much love. We'll talk soon. Bye-bye. Hey everybody, it's Thea again. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Man Within. I wanted to take a quick moment to let you know about a free ebook that I wrote for you called The Ultimate Guide to Porn Recovery. It provides a basic framework for the recovery process and a few of my top tips completely free of charge. You can get it now at www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. That's www.ultimaterecoveryguide.com. Now, if you've been impacted by the podcast and you want to show some support in less than 60 seconds, there are three ways you can do that. First, you can leave a rating or review on your podcast platform. This lets people like you know that the content here is valuable. Secondly, you can share this episode with someone in your life that might benefit from the content. If you're passionate about helping other people experience freedom and success in their lives, this is one of the easiest ways to do that. And lastly, you can subscribe. I personally only listen to the podcast that I subscribe to. If you're seeking daily encouragement, guidance, and insight in your recovery journey, I highly recommend subscribing to Unleash the Man Within. Thanks for listening. I look forward to connecting with you very, very soon.
The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast by Sathya Sam and his guests are for general information only and should not be considered medical, clinical, or any other form of professional advice. Any reliance on the information provided is done at your own risk.